everyone, my name is Sylvia Gorajek and this is Valley Talks. Today we're shooting at Runway Incubator here at Twitter building in the center of San Francisco. Today I'm very happy to welcome Doug Rogers, co-founder at Pretty Instant. Doug and his team are disrupting the industry of hiring photographers. Hello Doug, it's so nice to have you on the show. Great to be here, thanks for having me. Pretty Instant, just like the name suggests, is the fastest and easiest way to hire photographers. What do you guys exactly do? What we do is we make it as easy as possible for the client to get just the right photographer they need for their particular needs. So if you're having an event, a birthday party, a bachelor party, anything like that, you just tell us what your result is, what you're looking for, and we will find like the perfect photographer to meet your needs and get you the result you want. So you match photographers with clients? Yes. yes. Do they choose the photographers at all? or is No, it they don't specifically choose the photographer. What we've found is it works better because we've hired hundreds and hundreds of photographers since we've been doing this. So we've come up with a model that allows us to determine what the best photographer is for the best event without you having to look at hundreds and hundreds of poorly done flash portfolio sites with all the photos and all of that. We really streamline the process. So if you just tell us what you're looking for, we have a giant database of photographers that will be able to meet your exact needs in that regard. Clients typically, they know what, they, what result they're looking for. They know what kind of photos they want to end up at the end of the day. Do they want great product shots? Do they want shots of the family? Do they want shots of someone blowing out the candles? But they don't have, they haven't had the experience of hiring a bunch of photographers to figure out what's the best photographer to get those shots. Because what we've found is once you have a certain amount of skill as a photographer, once you're above a certain threshold, it's really about the personality and the vibe and the style and the way you approach an event. That sounds pretty interesting and it looks like it solves many problems, for sure, uh, between clients and photographers. But on your side then, you take all the problems on you, right? Mm -hmm. And what do you do when a photographer, let's say, doesn't show up or if they don't deliver uh, the photos in the way the clients want it? Well, we take a kind of ounce of prevention approach to that whole um, to that whole scenario. So when it comes to with the photographers arriving on time, it's all about communication. I mean, we maintain a constant form of communication with all our photographers to make sure that they are available, that they're ready for the gig, that they're aware of the gig. Because sometimes these are these events are scheduled months in advance, and we will book the photographer right away to make sure that they're available. And then as the event approaches, we make sure we're in constant communication with them. Um, as, you know, so to make sure that they will be available for that gig. As a backup, we usually have one or two other photographers in the area that we know of that are made aware of the event. They're not necessarily on call, but we, we are in also a line of communication mm. with them. So in the event of, say, a breakdown, a flat tire, something, something like that, we can still meet the needs of the clients. Let's talk about the beginnings and actually about your experience uh, before Pretty Instant. You come from Boston. Yes, I do. And you went to school in New Jersey. Yes, in Can Hoboken, New Jersey. Can you tell us more about what were you doing before Pretty Instant? Uh, before Pretty Instant, um, I, well, I, I went to school in Boston. I really liked engineering, building things, making things. Um, I got into Stevens Institute of Technology, which is in Hoboken, New Jersey. It was actually my REACH school, so I figured I had it. I got in, so I figured I would go. And uh, they had a really strong engineering program. They had a really strong co-op program. So I got to, I, I got the like the education I was really looking for, and I also got to do some real life, real world engineering while I was there. So uh, I graduated there in 2005, and then I went back to Boston 
and started working as a grown-up from there. So what were you doing in Boston? In Boston, I worked, uh, my first job right out of college was working for a large chain of car dealerships. I showed up and they had no idea what the internet really was. The, the, it's a fairly mm -hmm. antiquated industry. So I kind of ended up in a pretty good spot to sort of drag them kicking and screaming out of the Stone Age and say like, hey, here's the internet. People on the internet will buy cars from you. Let's put more into this. So I worked there for about five years. You know, I was reporting to the owner. I was doing, you know, I was up in the company. I had the fancy title and all that, but I really just, I wasn't fighting the good fight. Like every day I would come home and I wasn't, I just wasn't psyched. I wasn't, I just came home, felt kind of like, bored and empty and wasn't, I felt like I had wasted my time, even though they kept giving me checks. So what happened was, is I, I basically decided I was going to quit and travel and travel around for a while. But right before that happened, I answered an ad from my other two, two of my other co-founders, uh, Chris and Ben, that was looking for someone. They had this cool music startup that they were doing and they were like, we need a developer. We need a guy who can just build stuff, get stuff done for us. And I met up with them in Cambridge and we hit it off and I was like, you guys are awesome. I really want to work with you. I'm going to be traveling around for about four months. So we'll see what happens when I get back. And while, uh, when I came back, I was like, all right, well, you know, I'm back. Let's do this. We, and, uh, we got started there with this product called Prescott two. That was like a, it was a, like a mobile portfolio for creative professionals. And I mean, it was growing, it was going pretty well, but it wasn't, it didn't have that like hockey stick like growth and actually getting money through the door was a bit of an issue. Um, and then once uh, for this around Christmas time, there was this party that uh, a friend was throwing in a really old building in Boston. And they were going to have a photo booth as part of their Christmas party, as lots of Christmas parties do. And it wouldn't fit in the location. Mm -hmm. It's just this really old place called Kingston Station in Boston and it just wouldn't fit inside. So they, uh, the people throwing the party came at um, Ben, our now CEO, and they were like, hey, you know a lot of photographers, you, you can get stuff done. If you can come up with something for photography, for fun, for this party, just for fun, um, we'll give you whatever money we're gonna give the photo booth. So Ben looked at me and we were like, okay, let's come up with something. Mm -hmm. Let's, you know, as like a side project. So what happened was, is we basically just sat on my couch uh, with like a case of beer and like an iFi card and some, you know, and a camera and tried to figure out a way to do something fun with photography that like hopefully the people throwing this party would be like at least psyched about, you know? So we came up with a way to, we could take a photo with the camera and in the hands of a professional photographer, it was a lot better than the ones I was taking in my living room, but we, we came up with a way to take this photo mm -hmm. and we could send it to an iPad in just a couple seconds and it would be branded and decorated with like a, a, a Christmas theme for the, mm -hmm. for the photo. And from there, we could actually share it. We could email it only at that point. We could just email it to the guests at the party and it would, the whole thing took about 30 seconds. So you went from getting like posed by the photographer and taking that photo mm -hmm. and you look really cool to like seeing the photo. And then once you saw the photo, we could send it to you. So there was like this really quick experience of like a media gratification. So we were like, that seems pretty cool. Let's go try it. So we went to this first event and it just blew up. Like there was lines of people trying to get photos. It was just this huge thing. Everybody loved it. Like it was like really buzzy and cool. And people were like tapping us on the shoulder and asking us how we did it. And I remember standing there looking at Ben being like, I think we might have something here. I think this might be 
we just sort of stumbled onto it, mm -hmm. but this might be something we're doing that people really, really want. For every event we did, the people at that event would be like, how are you doing this? What is this? I have another event. Can you do my event? So we did another event two days later. For the, we weren't even accompanying it. We were just like, yeah, we can shoot your event too. And then that event got us two more events. And then that was through the holiday season. And then we were basically off and running. And we were like, Let's, we have to make this a, a, real, you know, a real company. What's super interesting is that in your case, first you started solving the problem. And then you figure out this can be a company. Yeah. As, yeah. as opposed to the other uh, startups where usually they think of a problem, they start a company and then they start looking for clients. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we had the client before we had the product. Someone was like, we, yeah. we need to take fun pictures at our Christmas party. And then we made a product to fill that exact problem. So we had the clients before we had the product. And it's kind of been like that ever since. And then what we found while we, while we were doing all of this is hiring a photographer and hiring the right photographer, the right kind of event, is a skill. When you look back on an event, what is there? There's the faint feeling you have of how you felt when you were there and the photos. Like that's all that's really left over. So what we found is by bringing in the right photographer, the one that'll go and get the photos that you really want, we can actually craft the memory of that event in such a great way that it's like, it's a real value to the client. So tell us about Y Combinator, because that was a surprise to you. Yeah, we, we, we met up with um, some, uh, another company that, someone from another company that had been in Y Combinator, uh, this fellow by the name of Austin from Assembly, and we were, we were just talking to him um, at a, at, uh, over drinks at this bar in Boston, or in Cambridge rather, Basically, he, he, he treated us to a round at this place called Mead Hall in Cambridge. And we were shooting Harpoon's Oktoberfest the next day. And he was such a cool guy. We're like, yo, come to Harpoon Oktoberfest. We'll show you how all our stuff works. And we can get you in free and we can hook you up and stuff. You know, we can like pay you back. And he was like, totally, sure. So he shows up to Harpoon Oktoberfest, which is this pretty big activation. We have two teams going around. And I don't know if you've been to Oktoberfest, but there's, it's madness. There's just people everywhere. So what we did was we took our two teams and we put giant pink balloons on them mm -hmm. so that you could find them. And we were also doing on-site printing there. So people would come up to the merch booth where they could like sign up to get a beer koozie or whatever. And they would see these pictures hanging there. And when they saw the pictures, they're like, oh my God, I want a picture of us here. Where is that? And we could just be like, go see those two balloons. Mm -hmm. That's where our photo team is. They're taking photos and they'll come back and they'll print right here. Mm -hmm. So... He saw all that and he was just like, you guys should apply. And we, it was not even on our radar. We thought that was only something like really big, awesome companies do. Like, mm -hmm. there's no way. And he was like, no, you guys, like, he, he, he liked our hustle. He liked the way we were doing it. And we were making, he's like, one of their models, like, make something people want. That's something that PG says, like, make something people want. And it's pretty good advice. So he said, this is something people want. Like, everybody's loving this. There's lines to get photos taken and get your photo printed and stuff you should apply. And we're like, all right, sure. It, it, at, the very, at the very least, it's a good exercise. Like applying to YC, even if you have no intention of getting into YC, is sort of a good exercise because the questions they ask are questions you as a company should be able to answer. Exactly. So just as an exercise, you, it, it was a good thing to do. We feel like it, it made a lot of sense for us mm -hmm. to take the time to do it. So we, we filled out the application. We made like the one minute video um, we actually submitted the application about 15 minutes before the deadline, 
at an event, because we were shooting an event down in Foxwoods, which is a casino in uh, Connecticut, we actually like submitted, like we were like, I remember typing the application out on a piano in the back of a casino, just being like, oh crap, we gotta get this in, we gotta get this in. And we, we sent it in and we got in, went to do the interview and then we got in and then we've been, you know, I've been out on the West Coast ever since. So you flew for, for the interview here? Yep. How did it go? What were they asking you? Uh, was it exactly this that they liked as you were expecting? Um, well, the interview, as I'm sure you've heard, is, it's pretty brutal. They don't really like, they don't give you like a hug at the end or anything. It's, um, <laughs> they ask a lot of really good questions that you're like pretty bummed you can't just answer like that. Because um, everybody there is just, they're so smart. So, I mean, I think we walked in and uh, Kevin Hale was just like, why are you Uber for photography? Like, and we were just like, I don't know, crap. And then um, <laughs> from there, you know, we, we, they asked us a whole bunch of other questions and it was like the fastest 10 minutes of my life. I mean, it was like 30 seconds in my head. So uh, they asked us, um, you know, a whole bunch of questions, you know, they're, they they clearly know what they're talking about. You you, you they get you get that vibe right right away that this is like real deal and they know what they're looking for. And then you leave. And then there's uh, after the shortest ten minutes of your life is the longest like three hours of your life waiting to find out if you got in. So we just sort of hung out in Mountain View and stared at the floor and then off at the distance waiting. And then eventually they called and said we got in and. You know, that's kind of the rest is history. Were you the same company and the same product at the moment that you applied, or did you um, change the product direction we, in the meantime? It was funny. What they actually suggested we do in the interview, we were reluctant to do, and then ultimately ended up doing, doing it. like halfway through Y Combinator. And that was the whole express service. So, like I said, like, what we found out, because with Interactive, there's all these logistics. There's internet, there's two people, there's iPads, there's specific camera gear, there's all these things. Mm -hmm. In all of that, we found out we got really good at hiring photographers. We know how to hire the best photographers. Like, we just never had an issue with photographers. We could hire them, we could have the best people show up, everybody loved them, the mm -hmm. clients loved them. So what we said is, like, hiring photographers, like, this used to be a huge pain in the butt for us, and now we're super good at it. So. What if we just, what if we lowered our barrier to entry? Because the interactive product is a pretty big product. It's a lot of, a lot of corporate sponsorships. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of moving parts. What if we focus on just hiring the photographers and deliver and having that be our product that we can show to the clients? So what we did was we took that little piece of interactive and we made it its own thing called Express. And what Express is, is basically you tell us what you're looking for and we can get a photographer to do that for you. Like, like full stop. That's the end. It's that simple. So what the uh, I mean, what they said was like Uber for photography. Um, the Uber for uh, is a bit of a cliche now, but it's really the easiest way to get people to kind of grok what we're doing. So what we what it is basically you tell us what you're looking for as a photographer. Like I need photos of my product. We have a new product coming out. I need photos of it. I need photos. We need headshots for our company. We need. Um, we're trying to put our apartment on Airbnb. We take photos for that. Like we, whatever the issue is, whatever your photography needs are, reach out to us and let us know because we have people that will know how to send you just the right person with no hassle, no nothing, and then we handle all the delivery. So we're responsible for the quality of the product. 
You know, we make sure that the client is happy. Mm -hmm. We make sure that the photographer knows what they have to do and they're in a position to win when it comes to what they have to do. And then we make sure that the client knows what they're getting, knows what they want, and then they ultimately get it. So what YC suggested to you was pretty much making it simpler. Yeah, yeah. It, and less of absolutely. services and offers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, because it, it opens it. that funnel up. There's all these people that aren't really in the market for our interactive service, which is true. It's just not a perfect fit for everything. But if you look at how many professional photographers are hired just in San Francisco, right, throughout on, on a weekend, right, that's thousands and thousands of photographers. We can reduce the amount of work, or the, we can reduce the workload of those event planners. Because what event planners really need to do, and people who are stressed and doing all of these things, is they're trying to basically solve time problems with money. Like they don't have enough time. The time is the limiting factor for what they're able to do. So what we can say is, hey, don't spend three hours dealing with a photographer, or don't spend an hour and a half looking at different profiles and find, trying, hoping that maybe the person you're getting is the right person. Just tell us what you're looking for. 100% satisfaction guarantee. You don't pay until the shoot's over. It's all very secure and on the up and up. Let's talk more about operations, logistics, and things mm -hmm. like that when it comes to your company. There is 11 employees at mm -hmm. Pretty Instant. Yes. And majority of them are in Boston. Mm -hmm. And how many are here? Uh, Two, uh, there's two engineers out here, uh, me and the other co-founder, Chase. And yes, predominantly most of the team is in Boston. We have another developer in DC who also handles a lot of our logistics out of DC as far as our events there. You know, it's election season, there's a lot going on down there. So we actually, he was a photographer for us and we found out that he was actually a really, really good front-end developer. So we, I... I, I started talking to him rather than our logistics people. I started talking to him like, hey, you know, what do you do? What do you know? What are you good at? What have you done? And he's just an awesome guy. So we were like, do you want to, like, you can still shoot for us and you can still do, you know, your, uh -huh. like the thing you love, but like, do you want to develop for us too? And he's like, absolutely, this would be great. So we brought him on as well. So now we have, yeah, there two developers here and our other developer is in DC. And you decided to stay after YC? Yeah, I mean, I, I just really liked it out here. Um, we, had a, we had a spot in San Jose, so we could be close to Mountain View. So we, we had that for a while. It was like a live-work sort of situation. And then, um, you know, we still had a lot of... We had, we had people in Boston the whole time we were out in YC. So um, the people that, like, the logistics side of it kind of moved back to Boston. And the dev team sort of stayed out here. So we're, that's kind of... The way, it, the way it ended up being. And our CEO bounces back and forth because he has, uh, you know, he's working with people in New York, he's working with people in Boston, he's working with people out here, he's working with people in LA. Mm -hmm. So he ends up just sort of traveling around a whole bunch. Like when we're looking for like building the team, one of our CEO's like superpowers is that he just knows everybody. He is the most gregarious person I've ever met and knows everybody. So as a company, our network of people that we could bring onto the team is astoundingly large to me. Like every person right now that is on our team is somebody that we knew that was, that was a rock star somewhere else. And then we were able to bring on board to join, like to basically to join our team to be part of what we were doing. Makes they, sense. They, they liked our mission, they liked what we were doing, and they were like, all right, great, I want to be with you guys. When it comes to money and investments, YC was your first investor. Yes. And did you raise more money after that? Yes, we did. We raised some, uh, we did a seed round that is now done. We had uh, a fund on, sorry, we did a, 
we raised some money through AngelList, and then we had some other investors on top of that. One of the things, and YZ gives you tons of guidance about this, which is one of the things that like startups have, they don't really know what they're doing, and they teach you all about this, is it's really best to have one person handle the fundraising so that everybody else, because what you don't want is have, while you're in fundraising mode, you don't want the rest of the business to grind to a halt. Because then while you're trying to raise funds, all your profits are going down, all your numbers are going down, it doesn't look very good for investment. So what happened was, is our CEO spearheaded all of the, finan the financial, um, sorry, all the fundraising, while the rest of the team just kept their heads down and was working and churning away, building our product. I'm curious uh, because it, I often hear that investors still want to have the whole company here uh, of the startup uh, here in the Valley. Mm -hmm. uh, was it the same with you? Were they asking uh, whether the whole team would move here or anything like that? Did they expect it? Yeah, I mean, they've brought it up. I feel like we, we were able to quell any of that any of those reservations. I mean, we have really good communication. Um, we're, we're a distributed team by nature just due to the fact that we're a national, we, we do shoots nationally. We mm -hmm. have people all over the country that will do shoots for us and we have to be able to get them to show up and they, they're showing up on our behalf. They're representing us to the client. So we have to maintain a really solid channel of communication with all of them. So that trickles down through the entire company. So our, the fact that we have a distributed team I feel um, doesn't really hold us back. Also, like our development team, for instance, has worked remotely in the past. Like I've been working remotely and I've been working from home and when I, even when I had um, like a nine to fiver, like it's, it's a skill that we've all worked on in the past and now we're, we're using today. You've had big clients like Google, Puma, Uber, and what was the path from doing um, uh, services for smaller companies and smaller events to having huge clients like this? A lot of it was the same way it was since day one, where someone from Google is at an event that we were hired at, sees what we're doing and goes, I want that. I want that at my thing. Mm -hmm. I let me put you in touch with the person who makes that happen. And it, it happens like that, that's pretty much how it works for all the companies is we don't do a lot of advertising. We do a little here and there. Um, but mostly it's people go to events that we're shooting, like what we're doing, and then hire us. You know, there's a lot of word of mouth, there's a lot of referral type business. You provide services across America. Mm -hmm. Do you plan to go global? Um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We wanna make sure that we can maintain the level of quality that we can do in America, that, that we can maintain in America. We wanna make sure we can do that globally. And like, if you wanna, in America, I, I've been an American my whole life, so I know exactly how the, I know how the culture is. I know what Americans are expecting, mm -hmm. what Americans are looking for, and I don't want to presume that it's going to be the same thing, say, in Poland. So we might get the best photographer you can get in Poland and send them to a party in Poland, but I don't get the, I don't, I don't want to assume that I know exactly how mm -hmm. it works there. So that would be a, like a, it would be a metered rollout. We would want to really learn how it works in that particular setting and then go out there and really crush it, rather than kind of just be like, everybody hire us all over the world, we'll figure it out as we go. I don't think that would be a really smart plan. We're uh, going towards the end, and <laughs> I wanted to ask you, what's your future vision uh, for Pretty Instant for the next couple of years? I think the future for us is integrations and partnerships. I feel that we, 
we can become a service layer for the event managers and the event planners and the event planning software that allows you to very simply and easily add a photographer to your event without any of the hassles. So you, you go online, you go to Eventbrite, splash that, wherever. Mm -hmm. You fill out your form, you, you, you have your event, you invite people to your event, hey, do you want a photographer? Absolutely. Check the box, we'll handle it from there. I've heard of a startup uh, that's, I don't know if it's not even called like push for pizza. Mm -hmm. uh, that's like you press the button and just that's all, pizza yeah. comes in. Mm -hmm. Is this something that you want to be for We want it to be that easy. Um, there is, the thing about pizza is, is that if the pizza sucks, it's not the end of the world. But if your photographer sucks, right. it's, it's a big deal. So what we're trying to do is find the sweet spot between the personal touch of making sure like when you hire us, you know that a human being has looked at what you're looking for and made sure that there is a real, like there is the, a real match for that photographer, but also as making it easy as possible. So things like Slack integrations, Eventbrite integrations, all sorts of integrations that allow you to very, very easily get what you want out of a photographer without any of the hassle and the run around and all that. Doc, it's been great pleasure speaking to you. Thank you so much for coming to the show. Well, thank you for having Where me. Where can we find more information about Pretty Instant? You can check us out at prettyinstant.com. We're also on Twitter and Instagram and everything else at Pretty Instant. All right, let's follow Pretty Instant then and thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me.